Baltimore, Frisley Live. Oh, welcome everybody. Welcome. Welcome to what year is it? 2019. We're feeling great out here. I'm excited. Yeah, it's very. It's cool. a good weekend. You feeling good so far? It's been fun, man. You feeling good? How's, How the, you? how's the heat? I'm, my face is on fire still from the sun today. It's been a lot. Has everyone been surviving the heat? It's been nuts out there today. Yeah. Yesterday, too, was bad. <laughs> a lot of breaks, a lot of water. We got to get a night session. No, yeah, the night session's that's, for that's, real. We should have extended at. hours yeah. tonight so that everyone could chill. It's perfect. The weather's perfect out now. So yeah. after this, everyone wants to go skate. We could do that, too. It's wide open. Thank you, everybody, for joining us right now. Uh, we're also streaming live, hopefully. So that people could watch us as well throughout the world. Yeah, but we're back again. Round two for what year is it? Yeah. Last year we were here. The second one. It was great turnout. And now it's even bigger this time. It's like double the people, right? Yeah, I know. Even the whole thing. We have we just crunched the numbers. Jan helped us crunch the numbers in the way <laughs> when we were beginning. Did you guys crunch the numbers? Uh, yeah, we just touched five hundred people here. Five hundred? Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty much doubled from last year. So we gotta double this number again next year. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how hard that is, but yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll make it more, happen. We have to build more, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. more areas. We'll get it working. We'll get it working. But um, before we begin, I want to thank a few of our Patreon supporters. Our Patreon supporters. Because they help us get to places like this. They pay our gas to do it. Totally. And allow us to take off work and such. <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out to Bobby Spazoff, Philip Lemoyne, Nicholas Gig, Matt Johnson, Narang Mai, and Rico... Shamarin. Rico. Rico. I don't know. There's two eyes. So Rico. That's definitely not how you say his name, too. And as always, we got to do our spiel every time. Uh, for everyone out there, I'm sure you guys hear this all the time. Everyone looking live. If you don't follow us <laughs> everyone on all live. of our platforms, we're looking at you. please follow us right now. Even people out in the audience right now, if you don't follow us, go on your phones. You know, Go on Instagram. Go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Share our video. Comment. The interactions help. And uh, yeah. But we have a very special guest today. We do. But quickly, before we do that, mm. before we do that, we just want to give a quick shout out, because we're all about shout outs here, <laughs> to Richie and Pam Velasquez, because today is their oh, 18th, anniversary tonight, the 18th, 18th wedding anniversary. Wedding anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> so shout out to them, because without them, and especially without Pam, this wouldn't happen this weekend. So Absolutely. shout out to you guys, and hope you're enjoying your <laughs> wedding anniversary <laughs> with all of us, with 500 of your friends. From all over the country. We kind of bombarded the anniversary, didn't we? Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, anniversary? Okay, we're going to do something on 500 that. 500 bladers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as you guys seen, we had a, a nice little intro video. Mm. Shout out courtesy to Them Skates and Yvonne Narras put that together. Amazing film. That and, was awesome. And Too Easy put together the independent film. Mm -hmm. um, John and Kyle have been killing it all weekend in the park. I don't know if you guys have seen him. Kyle's been skating like 90 miles an hour all over the place. Dang. Yeah. So I ain't seen that. No, I didn't. I, I, I just saw. I, have, I saw you like time. twice all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we're skating different parts of the park. Yeah, always. We're yeah. just like orbiting the whole park in different ways. That's sad. But without further ado, let's bring on our very special guest. Yeah, Kyle Sola. Kyle Sola. Welcome, brother. All I know right, Kyle good. Sola, everybody. One more time. <laughs> hey, guys. You're a little taller, so you might have more mic problems than we do. But um, let's see. Can just you try to me? make it work. Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. All right, cool. Welcome, man. Welcome back to America. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quick trip for you, right? 72-hour flight? 72-hour 72 trip? Yeah. And you've been busy because... You just had a new addition to the family, too? Yeah, yeah I got diapers to change at home. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> oh, yeah, for everyone who doesn't know, Kyle's also a new father. <laughs> so how about that, man? How's fatherhood? Yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah? Yeah. Actually, yeah, you can't describe it to somebody that doesn't have a kid because you huh. won't understand. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Huh. Yeah, we, we've been wanting to have you on the podcast for a long time, and we finally have you on. So for everyone who doesn't know you, like, how did you get into skating? Who are you? Where are you from? What's your basic introduction to okay. this world? Cool. Uh, I grew up on Long Island. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Long Island. Six I grew up in Long Island. I was born in Venezuela. I grew up on Long Island, and I was living in New York City for a long time, and skating in New York City since, yeah, f forever. Um, not as long as you, but <laughs> right, feels like a long time. Um, yeah, I started, I started skating, playing roller hockey. Yeah, in like a lot of 90s, people got started skating. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. This kind of stuff. Playing so you're hockey. related to the promo video for this trip. I don't know if you've seen it. It was a Mighty Duck uh, yeah, parody. Did you, did you try the knuckle puck back in the day? Of course I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grew up playing roller hockey. Then we've, of course, started jumping over stairs. I, uh, there's, you guys know the skate park 516. Mm -hmm. The first time I went there, I had skates with three wheels in them. And little space to grind. What do you mean, time take ago. out like, the one wheel for grinding, or you just straight up had three wheels? I don't know. Just, it was only big enough to have three wheels. Oh, so it's, I had a yeah, few of those in my day too. Skating for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of the that's the background. What about yeah, your? So I've been skating over twenty years. Somehow. Yes, yeah, so you've been around for a while. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if I like. I had to have skated with you before, but like yeah, today, you look. Yeah, we. I know we definitely have. Just watching you skate parks, like such an impression on me that I'm like, how don't I remember this type of skating before? You were much better than me when we were younger. And you hung out. <laughs> when, when we were younger, not now. I don't know about so much now. You didn't notice, dude. That's messed up. <laughs> that is messed up. That's messed like up, dude. Five forties over the spine at X ramps when he was like, "What you? You remember that? Yeah, X ramps. Damn, he remembers your shit. Throwback park. Oh my bad. I'm I didn't have I'll just go home. Remember. I'll just go home. I'll just go home. No, but it's great watching you skate around, and you have like so much power, so much speed. And you, you were saying that you, like, you just had a newborn, so like the past six weeks, I doubt you've been able to get out too much. And this was like you're just letting it all out right now. It seemed like I've been skating a lot because I haven't been working. Oh really? Yeah. So you just I, got, I had a month off from work. Oh, so, so you've been chilling yeah. then. Cutting out you've been chilling. You're just happy to be here then. I'm skating the same amount as I was before. So. Oh, okay. So you took advantage of that opportunity? Yeah. You're just happy to be here. Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay, makes sense then. That's why you're so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're skating way but more I'm than really all of like, us probably then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it works though. Yeah. What about designing, man? Because as long as I've known you, you've always been like fidgeting, like making things like... I remember like even eight years ago, you were making frames. You just had like individual pairs of frames. So like, how did you get into that? And like also applying that into like rollerblading? Yeah, I started, um, I guess quite early on, started experimenting with things uh, and making frames or making uh, like buying some sheets of plastic and making sole plates for, for old remedies skates. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, actually, we didn't have so much money to buy new parts. <laughs> so we were just like, you just make the sole like plates instead of some kind of boards and things like this, just experimenting. And yeah, I was always, uh, I was fortunate that my, my father had a shed and, and tools and he taught us how to use these from quite early on. So yeah, making a lot of things and experimenting and this curiosity and just like did it you know, start like, from blading or like w was that how like the initial interest of like designing and all that uh, stuff started or was it earlier no in in if we go back in kindergarten i started racing bmx and the first we built the first bike that i was racing on from like you built old, the whole bike old parts from people in the neighborhood well so from there and we like did a captain america spray paint job and all this <laughs> so we were always like just just very hands-on uh, in the family with my brother and yeah and then that naturally led to like modifying some hockey equipment or some skate equipment or not, maybe even just like making replacement parts so it wasn't even yeah, yeah. inventing so, something new it was just like repairing some soul plates that you rip apart on the curb after skating it for the weekend on the curb yeah um so you started off with soul plates, just soul plates? Yeah, and then this kind of evolved. Actually, I saw the Ross Anthony when I was here at Woodward. It's maybe 12, 13. He had these metric frames from, I guess they were from Australia. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and the, the construction of these was, was really progressive at the time. They were using flat sheets of plastic and, like, and just putting it all together with some extra screws. And then... Just kind of thinking that you can make something like this, I don't know, something similar to this at home. So then I started experimenting with frames, and it was much easier back then because people were skinned freestyle and things like that, mm -hmm. so it's less complex. Um, yeah, and then just just like this uh, continuation uh, of this curiosity and experimentation, and once you learn how to do something, then that builds on on what you can do, and then yes uh well you were doing it for a while before you actually came out with solar frames yeah did you ever like actually plan on making a company out of this or you were just like oh, i'm just going to do this for a hobby for because you have an actual like other career and job too so this is like more of like a side thing yeah and i had no idea this was coming out you just came out of nowhere with a solo i'm like oh shit it's about time kyle applied his <laughs> all his knowledge and all this engineering behind it to yeah. like actually make a product yeah Maybe a step back is I, I was, I grew up skating and I grew up making things. Mm -hmm. And when I was 16, 17 years old, I blew up my knee skating and then very quickly found out that I can't walk anymore for a little while. Um, and at this point, the, the concept was to leave high school early, move to California, work somewhere and skate. And then it could the dream. The dream is the dream, yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. Right and it went, <laughs> that went away. So, um, yeah, and then I was like, okay, I guess I got to figure something else out because I need to have a few years of recovery. And I eventually found, uh, through a family member, they, they suggested I look into industrial design. And I went to... I went to a portfolio or a, like an open house day at Pratt Institute in Brooklyn and went on the tour through the industrial design department and was completely, my mind was blown. I didn't know where any of the stuff that we have around us came from. It just came from the store or brand, but you have no idea that there's somebody 
or I had no idea that there was somebody designing these things. We don't really have this mm-hmm. sort of like uh, you know awareness what goes into it. You know what goes into it, especially here. So this was like really mind blowing. Like somebody's designing helmets or drills or uh, ski boots, motorcycles, skates, for example. So this was this was like completely insane. And uh, yeah, I went to I studied industrial design. Um, I was still injured from uh, the knee surgeries and or the the knee injury and then surgeries and this kind of stuff. So I was studying. So you're and, like, I can't skate. I might as well just like put my yeah, and then, energy into and then designing. It was, yeah, and learning about this profession, and as well taking things I was learning in school and directly making things for skate. So I was working uh, at this time on projects. Uh, I really wanted to work for USD at this time, so I was. Uh, Why USD? It's the carbon technology was like coming out, hmm. and you were skating on USD. Uh, somebody say style-wise. Uh, that I really looked up to was Colin Kelso, and this this was also a change in skating that things became more about the the visual aesthetic of hmm. skating, say the unique video times, um, and there's a there was a shift in skating to make it more refined. It wasn't just about yeah. jumping off of a double set of stairs totally. or a roof or something. It was really honing the the skill, and I felt that with the aesthetic. This change in the approach to skating, that also the the way that the products that we have, the way that they look, should also change and relate to that and be more uh, be more beautiful mm-hmm. than bulky. Um, and also the the technologies with carbon fiber and all of this allows skates to be much slimmer. So this was kind of all of these Part things of the going together. Yeah. So I had a I had my thesis project uh, actually working with. Matthias on some things or basically just sending them ideas uh yeah and that that was kind of you're just pitching them stuff you mean yeah okay yeah did anything ever happen with that or uh no nothing happened I think the ideas weren't so sophisticated and they didn't want to pay anything so (laughs) (laughs) something (laughs) so story of our life go anywhere (laughs) Um, same old song (laughs) same old song yeah you know (laughs) So what happened after that, though? USD didn't want anything to do with you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. I finished school and I started working uh, in the medical equipment. I started working on uh, lower spine surgery instruments. Uh, That's way more a lot of tech- technical and complicated than yeah. skating <laughs> than USDs. Medical equipment, and I was doing a lot of uh, then moving into a job in sports equipment. So for triathlon and uh, so for Ironman elite Ironman athletes and Olympic swimmers. I was developing either training equipment or uh, goggles for this. Um, yeah, and then learning a lot about manufacturing, learning about materials, plastic, metal, uh, and so on. And... You have, like, after the USD thing didn't follow through, do you have, like, years of stuff built up in your head that, like, when John came to you to be like, oh, let's work on a skate together... Were you like, did like this trigger and you were like, oh, I have all these ideas. I have all these things I've been thinking about for years and years or what? Yeah, there's like nine years worth of stuff in a lot of, I'd say so much experience, not, not necessarily ideas or not, not necessarily ideas, but a lot of experience. I think experience is what I can really say helped the process with John 
or the process to make my own uh, my own frames. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's always been these, uh, let's say professionally, it's always been these circles of working outside and seeing how it can, it can cross over with skating. And I think it's really, for me, it's very essential that I work w and learn with other clients or with other industries and then be able to bring this knowledge mm -hmm. back into skating. And I think that these things have to always exist. Yeah together somehow yeah it's always good to get ideas outside because you can't be closed in a box you know yeah yeah like <clears throat> and also about like different ideas like obviously there hasn't been a metal frame since i don't know like yeah, 96 true. or something like that yeah, impalas yeah. impalas were maybe is the that really the last one last one uh, there were some metal like core frames from kaiser and things like this so what made you want to do the metal frame and and ballsy doing a metal frame or start your own or being one of the first metal frames so actually i have the first prototypes here yeah, I like that. That's crazy looking. You guys can have a look at it later. Um, so this was coming from conversations with Dominic Wagner. And at this time, we also got the Chelsea Pier skate park. So we had a bold skate and Dominic was living here. And, and we were also starting to skate these big wheel frames through the city just to go fast and feeling that they were so, they were so much faster than skating on anti-rocker frames this yeah. time. They were so fast, they were so responsive, and then we, you know, we started experimenting and start grinding on some ledges, doing machios or something like this, and you feel that it slides. Um, and then it was really like, yeah, it would be amazing to have a full metal frame to skate, nice skate park, uh, to skate a bowl. The beginning was to skate a bowl, and also. Like working with Dominic, there's the skating in Europe is much different. There's much bigger parks. There's a lot more parks. There's indoor parks that we didn't have in New York. So, um, yeah, this was a conversation also coming from curiosity. Uh, just what it, what would it be like if we had something, um, you know, shrinking our wheels at this time down to 72s or 65s was the concept. And, yeah, we, we were talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. Didn't know how to make it. Uh, Rob G put me in touch with Leon when he was making the first wizard mm. prototypes and I was trying them and Leon put me in touch with uh, his manufacturer that is that was making the that is making the wizard frames now so uh, so that's the same place from. that makes your your frames now that makes wizard frames no oh that's just the beginning stuff yeah and these were made from one piece of metal this is actually like really crazy construction Sounds expensive. This is maybe 2000. <laughs> so this is around 2014. We were making these. and That's how long ago you started it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know it was that long ago. Uh, so at this, the conversation, it was, all of a, it was all a conversation with Dominic. And then we were sitting with Yo-Yo one night in Berlin. And actually, he was just calling us out that we're, we're talking about doing something, but in skating that people never do it. And he was, he was calling you out, kind of. Calling, calling you bluff. bluff. Yeah, and then we, had, we had to make a handshake with Yo-Yo that we would that we would make them. So yeah, that wow. kind of was a a fire that that like a kick in the ass. Shout that, out Yo-Yo. Yeah, shout out <laughs> for real. Um, so what about the evolution of the frame? Because this is obviously different from what you have out now. Yeah. 
So this was a this was a kick in the ass to like make something. We were doing a lot of, a lot of drawings and and so on. And yeah, we had a we we thought that it would be great to have this full metal frame. And at this at a similar time, I met Joe through Dominic, and we talked about what would the what's the correct size for your boot because we can we can pick all of this stuff. So Dominic has a, a smaller foot than I do. Joe has is uh, very similar to me and like. What's the wheelbase? What's the spread between the wheels? How? What kind of uh, radius would you like? And all of this, and then we, I made all of the specifications, and we made them. And and at this time, the goal was to make three frames for ourselves that we could have to skate forever. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really selfish thing. So not to start a company. Yeah, no, not to start a company. Just if we have these frames, then we're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're not going to break. They're going to last forever. Yeah, 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 that's cool. I mean, Joe's Joe's skating the same pair of frames for several years um that's crazy to think of yeah that's with the metal age blocks or with the plastic yeah this one oh this one yeah Oh, okay and then actually i don't know the date but several years ago the h block patent uh i wanted to ask you about that yeah how did you find out about that like did a memo go out to like all these frame companies i was searching on the internet Uh and then i contacted uh big neil it was Big from Neil Long from Long Island. Oh, oh really? Yeah, um, he's a lawyer. Big Neil. So he, uh, <laughs> yeah. he like did an unofficial uh, confirmation of what I was looking at, and then I cut this out because this this frame was great to skate in a park, but with a metal H block, it can be very difficult to skate uh, to skate straight. Ledges, concrete. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I so you this. just but just by chance you got lucky and happened to just stumble upon yeah, the H block like, thing, and then it's like yeah, this is cool, okay. Uh, and then there were more people like seeing some pictures of Joe and being interested and sending me a lot of like messages on on Instagram. I wasn't advertising anything, but people figured it out. Um, it's like yeah, I, don't, I guess I guess we should try this. Um, and then it also where where it really made sense to start a company was working with AJ because I had no idea about distribution or sales or or <clears throat> any of this kind of stuff. I can figure out product development. I can make something that's uh, that's really performance-focused and works, but I have no idea how to sell it. And AJ's You're talking about like marketing and stuff like that or distribution uh, too? Distribution. Straight distribution. Yeah, and, and understanding business. I have no idea about these things. Mm. Or I didn't. <laughs> and, and AJ's been in this business forever right right um and he understands it so working with him or having already been working with him then it made it made sense at a certain point that we that we give it a shot and we developed these frames to with the h-block uh the removable h-block and launched it on january 1st this year Mm -hmm. so that that's like a that's like a short yeah it'll be in a few months Yeah. yeah Yeah, nine is everything months. good so far? Like feedback and everything, but these frames because they're they were very different when they came out. You know, yeah. were you skeptical about it? like oh you don't think these are gonna sell or you think they're gonna do really well because they're different? It would go slow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something very different. The price point is much higher because it yeah, costs exactly. much more to manufacture this than an injection molded frame. Um, I think I've been very fortunate that Joe's skating them. And he's winning. Yeah, he got a good guy behind them. Nearly every <laughs> Definitely. competition yeah. that he goes to. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you're at Winter Clash and you see yeah. Dominic skating, it's not totally one of the most Dominic beautiful things in yeah. the world. Yeah. 
How did you get Joe on then? Because at Dominic, you obviously skated together in like New York and stuff. How did Joe end up start skating them? We met in Berlin through Dominic. They were, they knew each other, I guess, from fees and from the Kayan project. And he just said, yeah, you, sh you should meet Joe. And at this time, I, I had just moved to, I had moved to Switzerland. Um, it's like, f yeah, four years ago. Mm. So right place, right time, right people. And you were just like, um, hey, you want to try these out? Yeah, it was, Joe was interested to try something like this, and we just, we just made him, and he's, he's stoked to ride him. Yeah, he's killing it, dude. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so then from that, how did you end up uh, working with John and figuring all this stuff out? Because that cuff design thing, I think everyone was like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. That's something you had on your belt for a while? No. no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, like how did you uh, get And I know John for for a handful of years, and yeah, always admired what he's done with, or, or what, yeah, let's say his whole career, always admired what he's done, but as well what he's done with, or what he did with Valo, and made such a beautiful brand and such a an amazing community. Um, with a great team where I also know many of the people from the team and all of this over the years. So uh, it made a lot of sense to me. Uh, I was, it, it makes a lot of sense to me to work with John because it's the, the, it's the one true street skater on brand uh, in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I really, I, I admire his intentions. I admire what he's doing. A lot of my friends are uh, are skating these skates. And let's say where it started. Uh, I think John mentioned the last podcast, but uh, around six months ago, he ha he f had the opportunity to open molds. And before that, at Winter Clash, I was showing him the stuff that I was doing for the cuff on my own. Um, you were making that on your own skates, you mean? Yeah, I I wanted to move the cuff lower to make the skate more stable. Okay. Because I was feeling from the first generation that it had a softer plastic. Um, it was flexing a lot. So I, yeah, I made this modification. I 3D printed some parts. I, I drilled out the slot and I put these things in there. And it was, for me, it was working great. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it, it's, the cuff is especially a very uh, user-specific feature and the idea here was to make something that is uh, continuous from the 908 and also something a bit lower mm -hmm. to to fit different preferences so it's something that people will be able to try out right figure out what works for them right yeah. when you were designing this skate what, what other ideas did you had for this skate that you maybe wanted to you were curious about trying that you finally had the opportunity to do so or anything like that was it anything like that involved with the 909 yeah definitely uh make a skate a skate it's like a dream really, come true for you it's like it's a childhood really dream come beautiful. true for you you know yeah to make something that is that should be timeless that's really ours we've always had skates that are coming from from one like the the lightning is a wreck skate it was built as a wreck skate the lightning was uh, produced by Rossi's and and uh, and rollerblade and basically we have 
this boot from a rec mold. Mm. The molds uh, can be quite expensive. Um, yeah, having something that's uh, functionally and visually ours, I think, is very important. Mm-hmm. We don't have something. We we haven't had something that is our our Converse All Star or our Skate High or something that's really iconic and ours. Uh, so I like I the reference. Very, I felt very strongly about that. Um, Did you draw inspiration from like any other skates that you skated over the years that might have uh, drawn you to certain features that are on these skates? Maybe the way they look or anything like that. Mm. Like anything from something that you skated in the past, like you had a specific skate, you're like, oh, I always like this about that skate. Let me implement this in this boot. Anything like that? Or you just wanted to straight up start like almost we, from scratch? We kind of started from scratch. Or a sneaker. Yeah, I mean, there's elements that, there's maybe elements you can see from a Jordan or from, a, Jordan. from an Air Max or a, a Converse or something like this. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, I mean, very simple, uh, say, archetypal footwear elements they're definitely in there mm-hmm. um, but we just it, we started from the from the 908 base and we all felt that the fitting was good that the the amount of room we had the interior last uh, is something that we wanted to keep so basically just just drawing on top of there we went back and forth with a bunch of ideas having uh, things that aren't just aesthetic. I mean, there's a, there's a line that goes across the bottom that adds, that makes the plastic thicker and adds more stability to the base of the boot. There's, it's thicker at the heel and thicker at the toe with, with this. We have a skate uh, here. Do you want to like, is this stuff yeah. that you could show on skate? I think fish is by you on your left side. Yeah, this, I mean, looking at, looking at worn down skates, this is the area that's getting the most mm-hmm. amount of, uh, abuse. So really making something uh, that's, that's based on the functionality and keeping the flexibility of the lacing uh, at the top and the bottom of the eyelets, but also uh, pulling it all together so it's a bit stiffer and, and holding the, the foot down more. Yeah, it's definitely more rigid on top than the uh, 908 is. Yeah. Um, what's nice on the cuff is that it's... The design is built the way that a cuff wears down. A lot of them are go. Straight oh yeah, so it's flat already. This is like, this is this is how the cuff. I gotcha. uh, Wears out, so it sh- you shouldn't. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize so that. I wore mine out today on the Mega. <laughs> perfect, perfect example right there. I was sliding all over that thing today. Um, what else? Actually, a uh, fun fact. Uh, Totogali and Matteo Atanasio. Mm-hmm designed actually the 908 shell the, the sabotage boot. back in the day yeah oh damn yeah and i didn't I even found, know that i found this i was hanging out with toto a few months ago and he was bringing this up to me which was quite oh, so you didn't even know that because you're working no. with him now on other projects too yeah, I'm right working with him on some other stuff uh ray mendez and john ortiz introduced me to him uh-huh. he lives he lives quite close to me in switzerland and yeah so what are you working it, on it's with a him? nice it's a nice uh it's a nice story behind this, and it was made by skaters. Yeah, so it actually was years a ago. skater, like, for... Was it actually the 908 design for aggressive skating? Yeah. Do you know that? It was? Yeah, Straight yeah. up? Okay. It was a sabotage. It wasn't like a boot before, though, or anything like that. That's what you're saying. No. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's so cool. So it ended up being like... It was a different form. It didn't have this sort of soul play and all of this, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this sort no, That's cool. That's a little like Nestle Easter egg about the 908, though. Yeah. That not a lot of people didn't really know about it. What are you working on with Toto now? I see he's posting the quad skating, I'm like grind blocks uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, quad, quad stuff we're experimenting with. So also under the solo brand. No, this no, is his own thing. Experiments. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's how these frames turned out, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and quad skating is blowing up now. Yeah, he's. I mean, Toto's forty-eight years old, and he's doing flat spin five forties on vert ramps. <laughs> that's insane. In quad skates. In quads, yeah, in quads. Those Europeans are like tougher. They last longer. They last longer. <laughs> I don't know. Like you see yeah. Tom Alquist, he's like forty something. He's still ripping it on like yeah. everything. Yo, it's yeah. crazy. You gotta get it. Yeah, Tom Alquist. So what you did like a blackjack project collaboration with the Solar Frame? Was you try to do like any other kind of collaborations with other companies, or is that just like a you feeling it out kind of thing? Yeah, there's some stuff in the works. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the blackjack project collaboration was a lot of this is it's a series of experiments, and the blackjack project concept was that there was the Abris Street Comp in Berlin, and they were looking for some sponsors. I know uh, Tim from the Blackjack Project for the for several years, and I, I I like what he's doing. The graphics and all of this are really cool. So we had the opportunity to make some to work together, say on a frame. And what I wanted to do was look at a different way to sponsor a street comp rather than having riders pay, or let's say we, with the Abris guys, rather than having the riders pay entry, so 10 or 15 bucks, and then that goes into a, to a prize pot. I said, why don't we just have a, why don't we make two exclusive frames um, and sell them, and the money from the sale goes to just fund the whole comp, which, yeah, we didn't know how it would go. We didn't know if we'd sell the frames in time for the comp and all this, and... Mm -hmm. uh, we made them, we laser engraved the, the design that we worked on together, and the frames sold in within an hour. Oh, damn. Which is really cool. That's really sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's, we're at a cool place right now where we can, where we can experiment and do things, do things differently. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as a, as a company owner and being involved in the industry, I think it's, uh, it's our responsibility to, to innovate in the way that things are, in the way that it's things glad, are done. It's good, it's good to see people manner. innovating now because for a while, like it was just the same old thing every time. Yeah. Now we have a whole new market of metal frames, which people even like two years ago weren't skating metal frames. There's a ton of other companies now making metal frames too after the Solar Frame came out. Mm -hmm. What do you think about other? Are you happy that it's like opening See, I, this I other thing? I don't know thing? about that. Are there? There are other other metal. Well, the Kaiser makes like other metal frames. Uh, Ground Control, I think, just came out with like a metal frame. Yeah. And like, do you like that? It's more competition, kind of, for your thing, or like you think it's a completely I different other. I think product? the competition is inevitable. Yeah. Um, well, it helps grow too and innovate. Yeah, I mean, it, as I well. think it gets people to just try it out. Yeah. Um, and then the the customer or the skater can decide what product is better. Mm -hmm. So you're happy to see other people kind of like, they're almost like following in your footsteps. I wouldn't say happy, but it's, <laughs> I'd say it's You want to be the only one, the only metal frame, the only metal you're not one. not stoked about it, man? <laughs> no. Taking your money, give my money back. <laughs> well, dude, I'm, I'm happy you brought the, this 
this stuff out, man. It's really cool. And it's cool to see, like, your product, like, doing so well on people's feet, like mm-hmm. Joe and stuff like that. Are you I, li- I feel like these metal frames helped him do a lot of those full loops that he's been doing, like, the past year or two. The weight or something. I don't know what it is. So you have Joe Wright in them. Are you, are you trying to, like, have any kind of team with it or anything, like, any ambassadors, people representing or anything like that? Uh, I'm not doing a team concept because I think the, I think the concept of a team is somewhat not necessarily relevant nowadays because we're not competing in ASA and all of this kind of stuff. And yeah, I'm just keeping it simple right now. I'm working with Joe. I'm working with people that I'm really close with, mm-hmm. like Joe or Dominic or uh, doing photo projects and things like this with, with David Sizemore. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm working with the homies on these Sick. things and <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where I'm keeping it. It seems like that's how like the best products come out. Just like same thing like John started with them. Like it was just like the homies working on something together and blew up and totally. exceeded expectations. And it's great to see that happening too because it's like more grassroots, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I always be like that feeling with the, the frames. Yeah, and it's it's slow. I think it's it's really about slow growth and, and people trying it when they can and and spreading by word of mouth so mm-hmm. somewhat. It's just the first, um, like, we had the trade show yesterday. We're having one again tonight. Was it the first time you had, like, face-to-face interaction with people asking you about your frames, like potential customers, um, people who are interested in your frame that you didn't get to see or speak to otherwise? Like, yeah, as well at Winter Clash. Okay. Year, Wait, did you have a booth have or anything? Booth. Yeah, yeah, so it was a little different, but now you have, like, an actual, yeah, yeah. like, spot to set up and stuff. Yeah. So it was cool doing that. Do you got, like, feedback from other people? Like, it was just felt good to just let people try it? Yeah, like sure. like hold them down and you know see because certain things yeah, like this I think it's it's something that you have to I mean you have to skate it to really feel how it is for you but mm-hmm. it's also uh, or I hope it's valuable to be able to look at the product I have them here uh, with John at the table um, but just just see it and feel it in your hands and yeah and all that mm-hmm. there's little little see things that, yeah. yeah there's little things too like how when you posted the the sidewalls are thinner than a plastic frame because they could be thinner that just like happened naturally because it turns out you get a bigger soul space from that, which is also yeah. like a benefit to writing these frames. Yeah, and you don't, uh, yeah, this is coming from the material. That mm-hmm. it's the, the aluminum is much stronger than plastic, mm-hmm. so it can be much thinner. Um, what's, yeah, this one thing actually we, we were looking at is that you can carve much deeper in a bowl. So it wasn't about making more soul space, but that you can go deeper in a bowl without slipping out. Because it's thinner, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's thinner. So, again, mm-hmm. watch Dominic skating. <laughs> um, Dominic and Joe, actually, both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What other benefits are there to, like, having it just in general? For people, Some people may not know that the benefits to a metal frame compared to a plastic frame. You said you get more speed. They're stiffer, so you, you can skate faster with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also skate a smaller wheel, so the, it's maximum 60 millimeters. Uh, and you can skate... You can skate quite fast with the 60 millimeter wheel and also ride low to the ground, which is really, is really yeah, helpful. That's cool. For Especially for like bowl skating, things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the goal with these frames? Like what was the actual goal when you were engineering these in the first place? You the just goal wanted was to make a really fun frame to skate bowls. Okay. And then, I mean, we've been used, we use it for street or however, I mean, people use it in all different ways now. Yeah. Um, but just a really fun, responsive, high-quality frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's 
what's particularly nice about this is compared to this one is that there's a removable H block. So the the H block it comes with is um, is made from plastic. Mm -hmm. It's the same plastic that was used on the the original Solomon sole plates. Um, so it slides quite well. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Everyone's about to start throwing cash up here to you. <laughs> but was there, was there a reason for that? Was there a reason for it? Was that, was that a coincidence or you were like looking for that plastic? I was looking for this. It slides faster than yeah. nylon. Okay. Um, so it comes with this. The, the H block is really made for flat. Um, second, we have this new H block. It's much bigger. It has more wheel protection. It's, uh, it's more forgiving, uh, to lock on. Is that deeper than that one? The groove? Yeah. Okay. This has a, the radius is like double the size. I got you. That's that's what I prefer. I prefer like the deeper groove. And then, uh, two days ago launched a 3d printed H block. So have a, um, an anti-rocker and a flat version. At the moment, there's going to be more things coming, but it's uh, laser-centered nylon aluminum powder mixed, so it's really the best of both worlds. It can be skated street. Nylon aluminum powder mix. Yeah. <laughs> you could you could do that. You could do that. Yeah, I can't really. Ex- I, I don't think we have enough time for me to explain. Yeah, it we don't have to get into that. I'm, but, uh, I'm too stupid to understand that concept. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of powder that's melted with a laser 15% aluminum 85% nylon damn and uh, that's pretty cool that's yeah, fun really cool sounds fun that's what we need people like you doing the shit <laughs> not so dumbasses it's, like it's like nice me. it's uh they're made to they're made to order there's uh regional printing facilities mm-hmm. all over the world um so it's more localized manufacturing mm-hmm. and they skate really well that's nice. awesome, man. I've been wanting to skate those for a while. I'm looking forward to that. That's, that sounds interesting. We're going to open up to questions soon. But before that, you know, you've been talking about all this, like, technical stuff, and you're a very well-thought-out person, and you speak very properly, and it's all good. But what about, like, the fun side? Do you have fun at Woodward? Like, what's your favorite thing to skate here? And, and what was, like, uh, your Ooh. favorite spot today? I, I think I know the answer to this. The spine mini. Yeah, Cloud Nine. The spine mini? <laughs> All day, yeah. like gotta skate the gotta skate the, cl- the spine that's mini. That's why I didn't see you today. I've been in Cloud Nine. I wasn't yeah. in there today, but that's my favorite. You didn't go today? Yeah. No. Oh, we lost you. I thought you were there. I, I don't know where I, I went after that. <laughs> I, went, I went to the I went I was at the Coil Theory. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who? So who's skating? Are you digging now? Besides, obviously Joe. Oh man, I had the answer to this in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find. Who's skating and digging? Eric the Shred. He's killing it on the Mega. He was killing it on the Mega. He was killing it. Shout out Eric the Shred. (laughs) 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 All right. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm curious to see who I you like. I wonder about old and new. Who's your like old favorite skater? Your favorite skater from like back in the day, young Kyle, when you were making your first soul plates, and like favorite skater now. Favorite back then is John. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You know, I, I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of edits and all of this stuff that I couldn't like process when I was younger, and then when Coup d'état came out, that like blew my mind. 
Yeah. That was definitely yeah, one of the more yeah, epic, memorable yeah, videos. Yeah. So, can't you think of anything recent? Uh, no, that's the, that's like the... That's the old, just that's the, just the, the everything. I <laughs> really stumped you on that one. I'd have to say Joe. Joe, yeah. Like, that's a good one. Is really, especially if you see it live, it's, if you live in the States, it's kind of yeah. hard to see him skate live, but man, Joe's on another level. I don't mm -hmm. know if anybody's at, has reached this level that he's at in skating. Watching him skate at Winter Clash was insane. Completely insane. It's that completely was completely insane. Yeah. That might have been my first experience of skating he's with him in person. Right yeah, Joe, for sure. Joe. And he can, he can skate a tiny mini ramp or a tiny ledge Maybe or the anything. biggest park yeah. or a loop. <laughs> or he's one of the few people that could do that. <laughs> he can skate very more few. than one loop. He's on a few loops. Yeah, he's on a. Yeah, we got we a double loop. We got to make a double loop. Come on, frame. man, double loop. Is yeah, it. Joe, for sure. And he's really a, a professional. Yeah, definitely yeah. is. Like Fisher, we're gonna open up to questions soon. Did you want to spill the beans on what we have going on today? Yeah. Spill it. <laughs> Freaking spill it. <laughs> There's one chair with a solar sticker under it. And that person won a pair of frames. Oh, shit. You people in the front row, you just got luxury of, of being in comfy couches. <laughs> Damn, everyone's going to start flipping chairs now. Anyone find it yet? It looks like a damn wrestling match out there, like a WWF. <laughs> That's fun, though. <laughs> Do you know which one it's on there? I don't know either. I don't know. Raina put it under there. No one got it? April Fools, guys. There's no sticker. <laughs> Raina, what's up? I'm just kidding. It's under there. All right, if no one finds it in five seconds, everyone just start clapping like someone did find it. <laughs> this is a first in giveaway history. Good job, Raina. <laughs> yeah, good job, Raina. <laughs> All right, no one gets frames. How about that? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good job. Can I get the frames? <laughs> Just kidding. You didn't look under your chair. <laughs> well, you don't got to bring the chair up here. We believe you. You can't even see that, Raina. Right? Lord, I know one can find yeah, it. Is <laughs> oh, that it? You got it. What's your name? What's your name? Spencer. Spencer. Spencer, you just so won yourself a pair Congrats. of solar frames. Congratulations. Yeah. How can he redeem his frames? That was really uh, yeah, tough with that sticker, though. It was like yeah, it was a black sticker. <laughs> that was black a stick tough on a black chair. Really small. How's, how Spencer get his? Uh... Yeah, come by the booth. Come by, Spencer, come by the booth at the trade show afterwards. You can pick you your size and color. Boom. That's what's up, man. That's All right. What's up. One more time. Give it up for Spencer. Woo! <laughs> I, think, I think now we should open it up for questions. I'm sure there's Does anybody. Some okay, have we some got questions. Long, of course. Long got a question. Scream it out, Long. Yo, you want to come up here? Sure, go ahead. Get up here. Long <laughs> likes coming up and asking questions. And he has his skates on still. Welcome Long from Oak City Skate Shop. Also one of the people who were very thankful we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Long. It's on. 
Hello. Um, Kyle, so you know you were talking about being a part of the industry and responsibilities. Uh, so I wanted to know, uh, what plans do you have, like, maybe for the next year to, like, try to create more skaters? And do you feel like we should be bringing in more youth? Like, how, how do you feel about that? How, you know, what are your thoughts? I just made a kid, so. Well, yeah, <laughs> of course. So you just of made course. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> a little shredder. A little shredder. For sure. Up, baby. But, I mean, that, that's an eight, you know, that's a, that's a six to eight year type deal. We're, you know, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, skaters are getting older. You know, we're, we're losing them. So the idea is, like, what can we do as industry heads? Not, not that we're heads, but industry people <laughs> to maybe create more skaters. Because, I mean, where are they going to come from? Ooh, I think we need a powwow about that. We should. I think as a bigger group, yeah. I think there should be more events uh, that are catered towards kids. But, but you do think it's, you think it's more kids, though, for sure. Not like maybe not necessarily like adults. Like you think we should bring more kids in? Or, yeah, of course. Yeah, not yeah. adults. Both. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you think would be more important if you had to choose between the two? The younger generation. I think the the blade camp and these kind of things that are going on are fantastic. Um, I know in in Europe there are a lot of kids that are really stoked about that, and traveling from from one country to another, like coming from one state to another to go to Woodward, there are kids going to this blading camp in in Spain. Um, yeah, I think the things like this, just the the connection of gathering of people. Yeah, the connection of uh, of a professional or, or uh, professional instructors and skaters to this younger generation. First of all, it's like it's really amazing, and you're stoked about it the way that Woodward was when we were younger and, and coming here. Um, yeah, I think I think like this, and there's a and having kid sized skates. Yes, having kid sized skates is definitely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Long. I also like that events like this get everyone as well. Like we're all hyped, but it gets us more hyped to like go home, talk about it more with like our friends, and like skate more often, which also obviously helps to the growth of the community. People seeing it out there more on the streets or at the skate parks more. Yeah, I mean, this is an 18 and over event, so I don't know how many kids are. Well, not this it. one specifically, but <laughs> I'm saying when we go back, we all go we back are home. Alive, though, so. When we all go back home, yeah. you know. Maybe. Um, anyone else have a question for, okay. Oh my God. Wait, 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 what's the question? Do you, wait, so a frontside Ali Punity? Is it an Ali Punity or Savannah frontside? Is that the question? What do you think? I actually don't have an opinion because I don't do those tricks. <laughs> That's been the best answer yet. <laughs> no unities. No unities. All right. I don't care. That's the most boss answer. Come on up. Come on up. <laughs> Possible. Oh, My man. bad. Oh, you, you skated hard today, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your name? I'm Chico. Chico, what you got for Kyle? So I'm, I'm really interested in those infuses, aluminum fused plastic. Yeah. Are they just for the... The freestyle frames, or you you're talking about a whole new frame altogether? Uh, no, it's it for H blocks. Just for the H blocks. Yeah, there's some other things coming out next week. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. damn, next week. 
Yeah, small parts that you can grind on. Ah, small parts you can grind Ooh. on. Very mysterious. Ooh. <laughs> There's Ooh. like two, two or three things that could be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty we only do a couple of grinds. Not so much. <laughs> All right, we have another one. Do you want to come up? You're kind of far. I don't know. Come up. Next week, you said, huh? Yeah. Damn, couldn't get out a week earlier for this. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? <laughs> Julian Coulter. Hey. Hey, hey, Carl. So, uh, yeah, you were talking about the uh, the frames and the decision to bring down to 60 and uh, the different options you have there. So I have a bunch of frames, and sometimes I'll ride, like, anti-rocker, sometimes I'll ride 72 flat, you know, for speed. So do you have any... I was wondering if you had any plans to make different frames for either bigger wheels or maybe for smaller wheels or what what if you had any other plans in that in that regard yes yeah. <laughs> that's it yes yeah that sounds awesome i can't wait <laughs> all right <laughs> that a heck of a walk <laughs> he walked all the way up here fair yes can I elaborate? It's or? better than a no. I'm not, no, I'm not going to elaborate on it. <laughs> That's fair. All right, he's yeah. holding out on us. So something's yeah. in the works. Yeah. 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 Something's in the works. That's fair. Is that something's also coming out next week? Works. No, not next week. <laughs> okay. Do we have uh, more takers for questions in the audience? I have questions. Shoot. You want to come up? Ketchup or mustard? <laughs> mustard. Yeah. yeah. Got Team Mustard out there? Definitely. Team Mustard? Team Mustard. Team Mustard. Team Mustard. What up? So, one thing that comes into my Wait, tell stadium, everybody who you are, John Cooley. Uh, John Cooley. Okay. <laughs> I like, like jumping off of things. So, in my type of skating, I, um, I like doing gaps, a lot of hard impacts. Yeah. When it comes to plastic over... A type of metal frame. What um, what have you seen on the impact of those frames? Because when I generally like to take a hard impact, whether it be a street skating, park skating, whatever it be, um, how do these frames take a hard impact in, in comparison to, I imagine, a plastic frame giving a little bit more yeah. when it comes to a hard impact? What do these look like or feel like when it comes to a big drop or something along those lines. I, I generally don't recommend big drops. <laughs> but I understand. Wait, is that just just in general? That's just in general. Yeah, I think it's like it what would you say? so good for your body. Doctor but, Solo. I completely understand because I'm feeling I'm feeling it right <laughs> now currently. Yeah. But what would you say? Tell fifteen year old Billy that. Are they stiff? Are they solid? Really, what would you say? They're super stiff. They're not going to flex like a plastic frame does. They're but that that could be that good with a drop, though. It it also means that the impact from the landing is going to go straight, straight into up your into, feet, your, into your body, probably into your lower back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, everyone's cringing in the no, audience no, right I now. I understand that. I understand that uh, for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, it already does happen when it you happens. jump off something big. But there but are plenty of people that still more. like to do a big yeah. drop and that kind of aspect. Yeah, for people have no regard to their bodies. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta yeah, see. I don't know. It, I haven't you know. tried that. <laughs> well, well, it's a work in progress. We'll see yeah. how it. Uh, I'll give it a go. Shock absorber. It but it's definitely <laughs> stiffer. But so I can see that being a good thing, almost. A solid. Yeah, if you frame don't want the frame to the break, impact. then I think it's good. 
Perfect. But the, I, I, I don't recommend. I was <laughs> 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 like, don't do big drops. No, I completely understand. Well, thank you. I've had both my it's knees. It's worth a try, uh, right? Fixed. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Question, thank you, Adam. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I want to ask you something quick about the axles. Um, did, was there any specific engineering that went into the axles themselves? I always felt like on frames, axles was one thing that most frame companies lacked in giving quality axles to a frame. Was there anything you specifically went into these that were different that you were looking for? Uh, these are all custom made, but it's coming from the way that axles are built onto the performance speed skate. So, Are those made for impact, though, and like the way that we kind of skate? Uh... Yeah, it's, like the, it's the same material. It's the same thickness. It's, uh, yeah, there's no difference. Okay, so it's pretty much a speed skating axle. Have, but now instead of two, instead of two parts of an axle coming together, mm -hmm. it's one Just axle the one that side. goes straight into the wall. Right. And the walls less parts, uh, so it's more metal. simple. Yeah, it's it's much simpler to use, but it's the, it's the same sort of material that we use. Right. Currently. Right. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. Well, I think we could do one more question, and then we're going to let you get off the hook, man. Do we have another You've one? You've been doing a good job, by the oh, way. Oh, we got two more. We'll do Try two more questions. It. Okay, we'll do two. Angie, you want to come up? Yeah, sure. Oh, also skiing through. She's got to be mad quick. <laughs> hey. So going off of Cooley's question, yeah. would you ever consider doing a suspension technology in your frames? If there was a good idea around it, yeah. Yeah. That's not something you worked but, on? You mean, uh, if you thought about it or anything? Yeah. we. Uh, I have drawings for it. I'd yeah. probably do it as like an experimental thing. And then we see what happens later. Yeah. I think it's I think it's definitely an area that hasn't been explored since uh, since a long time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. It's I'm not doing new. gaps, so I'm not so... I'm not well, there's more benefits to so suspension much. frames besides gaps, though. Yeah. So I know you like them. Yeah, yeah I like them. I mean, there's yeah. some interesting things to... Yeah, for sure. Excellent. To make a smoother ride, I think is is fantastic. Especially for gaps. Yeah. For gap, <laughs> gap boy over there. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. And we got one more question. Oh, it's Poppy Shampoo. Yo, this for Kai, right? What's up, James? Um, say your name. Say your name. James. James. Yeah. Uh, speak it to the mic. Speak it to James the mic. James Perez. This is for you though, cause. That we all we all here we all listening to you and we know you're educated and we know your background it's, cr it's crazy so you, we don't know who's watching you on camera so if there's anyone that is like wants to pursue something that they have the urge to kind of want to build and like really want to take it to another level like what like share some words or what do you have to say to that or is there a book that influenced you mm. that you would like to share with people oh he's excited or things like that you know <laughs> but that's it that's it, that's it. Woo! Shout out James Perez. <laughs> That's a great question. That is a good question. Um, I'd say follow what you're passionate about and surround yourself by with cool, like-minded, passionate people. I think being passionate about something and following it is probably the best or the biggest piece of advice I can give mm -hmm. anybody. That's like that's that's magic. That's energy when you're inspired and you're passionate about something um and take it seriously uh a book i don't have a specific i don't have like a book that i pull out of my pocket but i'm reading uh 
I'm reading Shoe Dogs right now, which is the autobiography of Phil Knight from Nike, and it's mm. the first quarter of the book has been pretty rad. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, I can recommend that. Are you more into like learning about business aspects now that you have your own business? Yeah, I think I think also like hearing about the struggles of business. Or the struggles I think that's where you benefit like, more from the it's struggles. Not even about business, it's just like like pushing in and pursuing something that you're passionate about. Because mm-hmm. I don't see like I don't I don't see this as I mean there's a lot of work to do, but it, it's it's something I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not doing it to make a lot of money. <laughs> Right. <laughs> In the wrong industry for that. Um, but if that happens, that's also cool. That's great. That's great. Um, so you have a lot of stuff going on. Solar frames. You got some new dropping next week that's undisclosed right now. Where can people buy your frames? Where can people find you? Uh, at Solar Equipment on Instagram. Uh, com. There's a... There's a shop on there if you don't have a go-to shop, but it's the frames are in most of the shops in the U.S. or or globally for that matter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this 909? Also, that is coming out soon from them skates. What are you more proud of, the 909 or the frame? <laughs> That's a tough question. I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> for sure I'm, I mean I'm stoked to have a skate that I worked on and mm-hmm. worked on with with people that I admire and that I'm close to and yeah I mean it's cool to have a skate that I worked on that I could skate in and that all the homies are going to be skating too mm-hmm. so you could almost skate on a skate that's fully designed by you <laughs> yeah I need boot and frame some liners some liners you're working on liners <laughs> But it's been from the ground up, from yeah. working on wheels to frames to boot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's really That's cool. Awesome, well, Dude, I'm really happy we got to have you on this podcast, man. Thank you. I know there's a lot of stuff you that people didn't know about your, your frames or your background or what you're doing. Um, but it's great to see. We're, um, I'm personally glad to see people like you, specifically you, working on stuff like this, pushing the limits of what skates have been like in the past, what frames have been like in the past, giving us something new. It makes the industry more exciting. It makes all of us more excited to skate and see what products come out. And I just hope it continues for a long time. Likewise. Yeah, man. Great. <laughs> Thank Thanks for being on the show, man. It's been awesome. Kyle Sola, everybody. Check out Sola Frames at the trade show as well as them skates at the trade show. Boom. Thank you. We out.